welcome, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, at the controls and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. How are you today, sir? Excellent, excellent. Thank you. Now, um, the subject that we're covering today is entropy? Entropy, yeah. Entropy. So, uh, basically, the law of disorder, or chaos. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this question, because we know this is not a world of entropy, right? Right. Or we know it is. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, it, it's, it's sometimes it is. And... Okay, so let me ask you this. In the beginning. Yes. Parasite, were things ordered? Yes. No, they weren't. Very, huh? very, very, very disordered. Wait a minute, but in the beginning, uh-huh. God created the heavens and the earth. Yep. He separated the land from yep. the sea. Okay, let's go ahead and read this again. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay. The, earthless, the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. Okay, so that's the part where we were in chaos. That's right. Okay. So in other words, it was formless and void, right? Right. The Hebrew word for formless is tohu, which means chaos. Okay. And the Hebrew word for void is bohu, which means desolate. Wow. And the Hebrew word for darkness is chosik, which means wickedness. Thus, the earth in the beginning was, as we would say, bohu tohu chosik, which means empty, desolate, and full of wickedness. Okay. That's the state of the earth. So, so in other words, when, when God created the earth, he oh, knew... Did, did he create the earth? It says, the Bible says God created the heavens. And the earth? Yeah. Through who? Through who? Bohu. Through who? Through who? Uh, through, through Christ. No? No. Wait. He created the heavens. He created the earth. Who did he create the earth through? He created the earth through Satan. Okay. Remember, now, Satan created the earth, and he said, "Wow, look at what I did! I'm, I'm God. I'm God." That's what he said. Okay, I I missed that somehow. I, I missed that. Yeah, he is the ruler of the earth, right? Right. Obviously. But I thought that he was the ruler of the earth for the, another reason. Well, he's the ruler of the earth for m many reasons, but one of them is because he created the earth. Okay. That's one of the reasons why he's ruler of the earth. Okay. Okay. So, I, I, so because of the creator, because of the one who created the earth, Satan... Of course, it was through the Father, because the Father allowed Satan to do such. Okay. But it was bohu tohu chosek. It was chaos. Okay? Right. Okay. So the only place on the earth, then, where there was no chaos was in the garden. Well, what happened was the Father intervened, and he said, I will put order to this place. That's what he did. And that's what, that's what Genesis is. Genesis is about God putting order to, to the, earth. the earth. Okay. Okay? Not the heavens, because the heavens were already the fathers, but the earth. 
was a Satan. mess. It was a mess. And and so he's been cleaning up Satan's mess ever since. Since the beginning. Until the wow. end. Until the end. And then in the end he removes his power. So Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. What are the laws that explain the laws of the universe? What are the laws that explain the laws of the universe? Uh-huh. Universal laws. Okay, well, you would, I don't expect you to know this. They're called uh, the law of thermodynamics. Okay. Okay? So they explain physics. They explain the physical laws of how things operate in this universe, okay? Okay. Um, so the universe that we see, okay? The stars that we see, the galaxies we see, okay? They're all governed by the laws of thermodynamics. Correct. Okay. okay. So the first law of thermodynamics is the law of conservation. Okay. And the law of conservation states that energy can be transferred, but it's not created nor destroyed. Okay. Okay, Big Bang, everything expands. Right. Had to, had to start from one place, okay? Okay. So it's transferred from one system to another. And energy exists in five different forms, okay? Okay. So you've got radi radiant energy. Right. Chemical. Okay. Physical. Okay. Electrical. Okay. And heat. So these are in order of their order. So the highest form of energy is radiant. Okay. And the lowest form is heat. Okay. Because radiant conserves the most energy and is organized, whereas heat is disorganized and, and it releases a lot there. of it. Right, releases a ton of en wasted energy. Okay. So the, the highest form, like I said, ha it conserves energy and has the least amount of waste. Okay. Okay? And that's what I was talking about. When you transfer from one system to another, you transfer from one form, radiant, to another form. Okay? Okay. Okay. Does energy become more organized over time? I think it becomes less organized. Yeah, that's right. Time. That's exactly what that is. So that's the second law of thermodynamics, okay? Okay. So the second law is called degradation of energy. Hmm. Which states that the energy degrades over time irreversibly. It doesn't reverse itself. So it gets more and more degraded, okay? Okay. So when energy is converted from one, a lot of energy is lost. Now this degradation of energy is what we're talking about. It's called entropy. Entropy. Yeah. Okay. It's a law of Satan. Law of disorder. Mmm. Let me ask you this. What do you suppose the symbol for entropy is? E, uh, I mean capital E and... Nope, that's energy. N. Nope, that's energy. Hmm. I'll make it easy for you. It's the same as Satan. S? S, yeah. So, ent ent entropy is represented by the symbol S. Wow. Okay. So, in what direction does energy conversion progress? In other words, does it go from heat to radiant energy? No, it goes from radiant to heat. That's right. So, it keeps on going lower and lower, okay? Okay. So you might start with radiant, but it's going to quickly degrade. And as it degrades... It, as it degrades, what's released? The energy is released, the heat is released, right. and it becomes cold. Yeah, what, but what is that called? That's called entropy. Yeah, so you got it. So, so the, 
the formula for entropy is delta S, or delta entropy, is equal to heat divided by the absolute temperature. So if you want to see how much entropy is in it, you look at how much heat is in it, okay? Okay. So entropy increases as heat increases. And that's exactly what our agnostic physicists say today, that we are slowly or quickly, or whatever you want to say, degrading energy in the universe. Okay. So as the, as the energy degrades, it becomes less and less organized, and eventually it leads to what we would call a heat death. In other words, the universe heats up and dies. Okay. Okay. So that's what they think eventually that this universe is going to end up with. It's going to all eventually fizz out to heat and just yeah, it'll eventually just die. Okay. Okay. So let's use an analogy to this. Okay. Nuclear physics. Nuclear physics. What is the heaviest element on the Earth? Uranium. Uranium. What's the uranium that we're particularly interested in this time? What is it? Uranium 240... Close. 240... 235. 235, okay. Okay, so it's a principal constituent of a nuclear fission reaction, okay? Okay. So it's a radioactive isotope. Very, very rare in the sense that if you got uranium-238, about 0.7% of it would be U-235, okay? Okay. So, in other words, it's a very small part that we have to isolate, usually through gas centrifuging, in order to make this very radioactive element called u 235, okay? okay. So, so we're going to take that to, and kind of go further from that, okay? Okay. We're going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more about uranium and entropy. I'm Michael Van Lowe, your host. This is The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm Michael Van Lowe, your host. I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and today we are talking about entropy. So we're talking about entropy, and we're talking about the fact that it's disorder. So it's, it's heat that's released from a system as things fall apart, okay? Okay. Okay, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's answer a couple more physics questions here. Okay. What is energy? Energy I know there's a there's a specific term. All I mm -hmm. know is that it can't be created and it can't be mm -hmm. destroyed. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what it is. So it's potential. It's the potential to produce work, okay? Okay. What is work? Work now there's a specific formula for this too. Mm -hmm. And work is uh, what man does divided by time. Yeah, so it's power divided by time. So it's power that's produced through time. Okay. Okay, very good. And through the natural process of entropy and radiation, what happens to U-235? 
It degrades. Yeah, of course it degrades, right? But slowly, because well, relatively slowly, I guess not in God's terms, it's not slow. But it has a half-life of about 0.7 billion years. Okay. Ouch. Yeah. So, so obviously, radiant energy is highly efficient, right? Right. Because it, it takes a long time for it to yes. to break down. Um, but we're not interested in breaking it down slowly, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> we, we we had no plan to do that. No, plan to wait 0.7 billion years to to get our energy from this, did we? <laughs> right. This is something we wanted to do, like, in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, actually, originally, it wasn't meant to be that, done that quickly, even f by man's standard. Okay. So what, what is the form of energy below radiant energy? The form of... Or two, uh, or three, three states below radiant energy. So, um... We really just used 235 for a couple reasons. Right. One is to blow things up. And the other is to power our homes. Yeah, right. Energy, right? Right. Okay, so electrical energy. So two, three steps down from radiant energy, we get to electrical energy, right? Correct. So it's, it is the second... Uh, electrical energy is the second, low, second lowest form of energy. So mm. what we do is we take the U-235, right? Right. And we break it apart. Okay. And in the process, what's released? More energy. Which is released as what? Uh, an explosion. No, no, no. For, for power and nuclear oh, power. Oh, electricity. Yeah, but I'm just trying to explain how it works. Okay. So U-235 is broken apart. Right. Down to plutonium. Okay. But what is released in the process? Is it an, a gas that's released in uh, the process? Uh, uh. Heat, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Heat. So, you, you stick, so you stick the probes in the water? And you heat up the what? You heat the water. You heat the water and you stick it through the... And that's what goes through the tubes and steam. Yeah, it goes through the steam turbine, right? Makes so it's the, the old-fashioned way. You spend the turbines and you generate... Right. You generate, you generate electricity, right? And electricity. Okay, so it's quite a bit. So if you take 7 kilos of U-235, so about how much we used for Hiroshima. Okay. And that, that can produce... 10,500 tons of coal. Ouch, yeah. that's a lot that's of coal. That's a lot of energy. So you can use it for quite a bit of energy. But guess what? We're not even interested in that type of energy nowadays. No, we're not. So what, what's the lowest form of energy? Heat. Heat, right. So what's the lowest form of U-235 you can do to it? The lowest thing you could do to it is turn it into heat. By? By cooling it in the water and no. making it steam? No, no, faster, faster. Oh, by blowing it up? Yeah, you blow it up, right? Yeah, you that's drop it out of an airplane. That's, a, that's, what a, that's what a nuclear bomb is, right? Right. So, yeah, August 6, 1945, what happened? Uh, we, dropped a, we dropped a nuke on Hiroshima and... Yeah, three days later in Nagasaki, right? Yep. So, yeah, so in the process, killed 66,000 civilians, injured another 69,000, Permanently, yes. The, the overall toll ended up being 180,000 deaths. Didn't we make the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki unlivable? For a while, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because you could, nobody could live there. Yeah. Sounds like this. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels who had seven plagues, which are the last, because in them the wrath of God is finished. And, hmm. and I saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire. Revelation 15 and 1. 
So the powers of this universe follow the entropy. They follow S. They follow what I would call the power of Satan. Okay. okay? Because Satan, as good as much as he thinks he's God, didn't make what? He didn't create man, and he. Well, he didn't make a very good thing, right? Right. He doesn't. He <laughs> made, doesn't. He, he made doesn't. a piece of garbage, you know. Well, you, yeah, really, he did. Really God was did. the one who took the garbage and turned it into yeah. something good. Totally contrary to who God, our God is, right? Right. So that's what happened when the fire of wrath ensues. Guess what? We'll hand all power to Satan because his laws of entropy and thermodynamics will take effect, right? Okay. And that's surely what it says in Revelation. It says, woe to the earth and the sea because they'll be subject to the Holocaust. And because the, the devil, Satan... Delta S has come to you having great wrath heats, right? Right. Knowing that he only has a short time. Revelation 12 and 12. Wow. So all the laws of entropy are right there. And they're all going to come into play. Yeah, they sure will. So let me ask you this. Is, is this earth a perfect world? No. No, it's terrible. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say terrible, but... Certainly could be a lot better. It could. Yeah, the earth that we live in is an imperfect image. It's not a perfect image of God's kingdom. Because it's bohu tohu, right? Right. It's contrary to his laws. So we, the laws of this earth are ruled by disorder, okay? Okay. Scientists will admit that. You ask any agnostic or atheistic scientist, he'll say, well, yeah, I agree with that. It is, a, it is a world of disorder. It is a world of entropy. It is a world of Delta S, right? Right. Other than the Earth, what laws govern the heavens? The laws of God govern the heavens. Yeah, but what kind of order is there in the heavens? Perfect order. Perfect order, right? Totally contrary to the laws of the Earth. For where the heavens exceed in all things, the earthly kingdom fails, right? Correct. King David spoke of the order in God's house. He said this, Truly is not my house so with God, for he has made an everlasting covenant with me, ordered in all things and secured. Second wow. Samuel 23. Okay. Okay. What do you think order means? Order... This one, if I get this one, I'm, I'd be flabbergasted. Well, order is is a discipline. It's everything mm -hmm. in its place. Mm -hmm. Nothing missing. Nothing mm -hmm. broken. And 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 functioning the way it's supposed to. Okay, so you're kind of halfway there. Okay, Whew. halfway there, because because this actually means much more in the Hebrew language. Ah, okay. So the Hebrew word for order is arak, which means arranged for war. So not just ordered, but ordered to go to battle. So in other words... The whole purpose of heaven... The whole purpose... Is to get ready for war. That's okay. what the purpose of heaven is. And that's why... And that's why Christ said it's not a resting place, because my people are fighting up there. Okay. Or actually, I shouldn't say up there, in, right. in, 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 in heaven's your, dominion, okay? Right. In the dominion of heaven. They are fighting. There are dominions to be fought, there are battles to be won, and, okay. it, and it's a rough place, even in the heavens. Wow. Because they're fighting. It's a war. So 
The house of God is arranged not for rest, but it is arranged for war. Okay. That's what, he, that's what God is doing. He's preparing his servants and his angels, martyrs, prophets, and saints for war. The son reaffirmed that his house is for war, right? Right. He said this, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Because he was saying, this isn't my realm. Earth is not my realm. Right. The heavens are my realm. John, I don't, I don't even live here. Right. I just, uh, this you is not, live here. This is your, Satan, this is your place. Okay. Okay. So now, as servants in Christ, we are not servants of this world, but we are servants of his kingdom, right? Correct. So just as Christ died for our sins, so must we suffer as well, so that his, his kingdom may be advanced. He said this, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. Mm. John 15. But in semblance of the order of the world, of God's kingdom. Okay. What were we to keep order within on earth? We were to keep our houses in order. No, more than the house. One specific house. Our temple, our body. Okay, but in the, in the time of the Israelites? In the time of the Israelites, they were ordered to keep God's house in order. That's right. So the big temple, right? Yep. First and second temple were commanded to keep order. It says this. God commanded the priests outside the veil of testimony in the tent of meeting. Aaron shall keep it in order from evening to morning before the Lord continually. Okay. It shall be a perpetual statue throughout your generations. He shall keep lamps in order on the pure gold stand before the Lord continually. Hmm. Leviticus 24. So what, are, what temple are we to keep order in right now? God's temple. Which is? Ourselves. Ourselves. For the Lord said this, be dressed in readiness and keep your lamps lit. Same as the order in the temple, right? Right. Keep the lamps lit, keep your temple in order. And be ready at any time. And be ready for battle, okay? Okay. So his priest and his bride are prepared for the final battle. Wow. We're going to take a quick break right here, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more entropy. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and we're talking about entropy. So, entropy is the law of Satan. Who is the ruler of this world? Satan. Satan is. It's not God. The ruler of this world is Satan. Because it says so in the scripture. Mm. Let me ask you this. What happened when after Christ was fasting for 40 days in the desert. The first person he ran into was Satan. That's right. What did Satan offer him? Satan offered him everything that he could see if he would worship him. That's right. So, so who's the owner of the earth? Satan. That's right. He owns the earth. So it's this. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain. That's Christ. 
showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and said, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Matthew 4 and 8. Okay. So he knew that the best person to offer to would be the Son of Man, of course. Right. Why not? Why not, right? It's not something he'd order to any man, right? Well, <laughs> he, he couldn't. But, no, he could. He could offer it to a man if he wanted to. But the issue is this. The issue is even if he were to offer it to one of us, Christ what? said, don't do it. Yeah. He and said this. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Mm. What will a man give in exchange for his soul? Matthew 16, 26. Saying, wow. Don't do it. Yeah. Why would you want this earth? Well, because some people think that this earth is what's happening. Yeah, like Trump. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're Hillary with her $22,000 Armani suit. Either way. Really? $22,000 Armani suit? Yeah, that's nothing. She's got a whole drawer full of them. Okay. Okay, so we are not to place hope in this world, right? Right. Because it's bohu tohu. It's, it's a mess. It's a mess. What are we to place hope in? Christ Jesus. The and Father. God the Father. And the heavens above, right? Yes. For it says this, He who loves his life loses it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it to life eternal. John 12. So don't hate this world. Hate this existence. That's what we're supposed to do. Okay. And not only that, God promised that Satan would return he did. to this world, right? He says, I will not speak much more with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. John 14.30. Okay. And that's one of the reasons I say, you know, we always talk, talk about pre-post-millennial. I said, there's neither. It's, ha it's happened already. Right. A thousand years are up already. Because when Christ went down to hell, what did he do? He took the keys of, right? of, of hell from Satan. What did he do with the captives? He set them all free. What did he do with Satan? He left him there. He locked him in. Locked him in for a thousand years, right? And so a thousand years will be up. A thousand years were up a long time ago. Are you trying to tell me that in 1933 a thousand years were up? No, I'm saying in about 1033 it was up. Okay. Well, we know what happened, right? Right. So what happened after 1000, I think it was 1035, was when the church split. Ah. So they eat, so the... West Church and the Constantinople, the East Church split. And that was the advent of Satan returning to this world. Okay. Not only that, but we had a war called what? World War Two. No. no. World War One. No. Right about a thousand. So a thousand. About a thousand forty-four A.D. Uh, thousand forty-four A.D. That sounds like a Roman war. Close. It was the Holy Crusades. That was when the Crusades began. Yeah. So you the, see what happened? A thousand. Yeah. So Satan was released. The church was split in half. Western and Eastern church. Okay. And the Crusades began. So Satan entered the deception of Rome. And they went in and tried to pillage and 
rape and steal Jerusalem. And Not only did they do that, but they went right over to where? They, after that. Uh, after uh, Jerusalem, didn't they go to parts of Africa after that? Well, no, no, no. Well, that, they did, but what was the more offensive thing they did? They raped and pillaged Constantinople. They raped and pillaged the Eastern Church. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like the Eastern Church was like, we would rather have the Muslims than... Than to deal with you Christians. Than the Western Christians. crazy. Yeah. It's like you just pillaged and raped us, and what the heck is going and on? Now, and now you want us to do what? Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> Satan was in full force. It says this. He was. Yeah, it says this. When the thousand years were completed after these things, he must be released for a short time. Revelation 20. Okay. So I, I believe that the, the, the millennium has happened. So the, he was bound up a thousand years. It allowed the church to grow as one church. And then, boom, split in half, wars, rape within the church. Wow. So, so the, yeah, the church is in trouble. Yeah. And has been for a thousand years. A long years. time, yeah. So the laws of entropy which govern this world have a huge impact on how we review the universe. Okay. Moses knew it. Mm. He said it was, a, it was a desolate place, right? Yes. He says this. Job says the same thing. He says, the land of darkness and deep shadow. The land of utter gloom as darkness itself. Hmm. Of deep shadow without order and which shines as darkness. Job 10 and 22. Okay. Chosek. That's what he said. That's what this world is. And the Apostle James said the same thing. He said, This earth is this. If you have better jealousy or selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant or lie against the truth. This wisdom is not that which comes from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. James 3 and 14. So the prophets, martyrs, and saints knew this place was messed up. Okay? And that just by our very nature, there was no way we could clean it up. Yeah, we're subject to it. But by God's grace, he gave us some semblance, right? Right. Through the laws of God, right? Right. And it's through God that, guess what? We have some order because the celestial bodies rotate and stay in their orbits. Right. The earth rotates about its axis, and it stays where it should be. Right. That's what he says. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day, and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that it waves, roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. Jeremiah 31. So even though it's Bohu Tohu Chosek, God gave it some order. Otherwise, what? It wouldn't be here. It wouldn't be here right now. It would be here. It would have exploded. It would have fallen apart by now. Yeah. Because it doesn't follow order. I mean, it doesn't follow disorder. So things really shouldn't rotate the way they do. Okay. So we as servants of God, we are taught to emulate order. Okay? Okay. Paul said this, All things must be done properly and in an orderly manner. 1 Corinthians 14. Okay. We aren't servants of the world. We are sent in this world as servants to spread his word, right? Right. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me in the world, I also sent them into the world. John 17. Okay. 
And by our service to God, he commands us as his bondservants to walk as he did with order. Hmm. Walking, regarding one another as more important than ourselves. Okay. Philippians 2. But did God's people obey? No. No. They, they never obeyed. They disobeyed. So what will God remove? He will remove their order. He will remove order from this world, right? And allow them to live in chaos. Well, it'll be worse than that. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Prophets foretold that the fixed order of this world would eventually depart. Right. He said this, If this fixed order departs from before me, declares the Lord, then the offspring of Israel also will cease from being a nation before me forever. Jeremiah 31. Okay. So it hasn't happened yet because Israel is organized right now. Right. But the day is soon coming when all order ends. No more people. No more multiplying of mankind. And the Lord promised that man will never again be destroyed by water, but... By fire. But he didn't say he wouldn't destroy us by fire. And that's the ultimate end of entropy, right? Right. A fire death is the end of it. Yep. The lowest form of entropy is fire. Wow. And it's released in heat. So the Lord will return. He will harvest his fruits in their proper order, right? Right. So it's this, each in his own order. Christ the first fruits, 144,000, right. prophets, martyrs, and saints. After that, those who are Christ at his coming, so a third of mankind. Okay. Then comes the end. Then comes the fire. When he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, and he has abolished all rule and all authority and all power. Wow. So power, power, what we talked about, right? Right. Power that, that is energy, right? Right. Must be destroyed. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet, including Satan. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. Okay. 1 Corinthians 15. So the ending talks of order, okay? Okay. What do you suppose order means? Um, everything in its place and the war begins. Yeah, it's close. It's close? Your, clo your definition is pretty close. Yeah, because that's what the arrangement is, where everything's arranged for war in order. What is, what, what do we, what is the uh, order in a military unit or the army or whatever you want to call it? Well, first there are the generals right. and the high commanders. And so there's ranking, right? Right. So that's exactly what it is. The Greek word for order is taxes, which means... So the Greek word for order is taxes, which means ranking. So that's what will happen. Every man will be given a rank based on his works for the Lord. And each one will be ranked according to his deeds. Wow. Just as it says, right? Just as it says. But the author of death, as we know, is Satan, and the author of life is God the Father. Correct. Because Satan is evil, right? E-V-I-L. But if you turn evil backwards, it, it becomes what? Live. Live, yeah. So if you turn it around, then we live. So when the seventh angel has completed his task, Christ the Lamb will be victorious, and Satan will no longer rule this world. 
For the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. Wow. Revelation 11 and 15. Andrew, I want to thank you again. And uh, I want to let everyone know that you've been listening to The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. You can find this program as a podcast. Simply visit the podcast section and uh, look for this show. I'm your host, again, Michael Van Lowe. Until next time, take care of yourself.